0: Hello, 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 hello. How's everybody doing today, tonight, this evening? It is such a great day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about things that matter, where we put things in a perspective that other people don't, and we do it in a way where people like me and you can understand it. For so long, we live in a world where you have the elites, you have the people who are just too detached from you and me, that they make arguments, but they make it in a way that we can't understand, that we can't grasp. Now, those arguments make us think, but what I like to do is take what they make us think and put it in a way that they aren't thinking, but we are, and they just aren't saying. So welcome, welcome political talk. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, my question is the experiment... Over is the experiment over? America is 245 years old. Think about that 245 years old. Democracy is the experiment over. We just came from a time where. We had a president that lost an election, and as he lost, he was willing to tear up this democracy, the Constitution, to suit his own purpose. Think about that. One man was willing to tear the system down because he did not get his way. The one thing we learned from the last administration that they do not teach in school is that this whole democracy is just, I'm trying to think, it's like like a box of cards. And if you pull one card away, it all comes crashing down. This democracy is built on A handshake it is built on people doing the right thing you could say when no one's looking but when people are looking you lost an election yet you could not accept it you could not deal with it so you hatched these plans you called it a lie you had your vice president Call Dan Quayle and say you do not understand the pressure I am in. Ladies and gentlemen, ask yourself this. You call the one man, the last Republican vice president to have to do what you are about to do. And you're asking for these powers you think you have. And the question I said, if it was that simple that the vice president could overturn an election because he did not like the results, Al Gore could have did it. Joe Biden could have done it for Hillary Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, is the experiment over? Has America hit his heyday? Think about it. For people who sat there and said the election was a lie, it was a first, Donald Trump won, and Joe Biden is is not the rightful president, you do not love this country. You do not stand for what this country stands for. If you are willing to go along with a lie, A lie without proof. When we asked for proof, they couldn't show us. When we went to court and the judge would say, where is the fraud? They could not produce it. Graham, Senator Lee, looked at it and said, this is child's play. I need more to go on than your word. It is like going into the gas station and telling the cashier that you won the lottery without producing the ticket. Well, she has to believe me. I've told everybody, my family, my friends, where is the ticket? Ladies and gentlemen, I sit here and ask you, where is the ticket? Is the experiment over? There are some people who would rather live in a government with one party rule. You think that would go well? Ask Cuba. Ask Venezuela. Ask those countries where one guy took power and centralized it, and everybody sat under him. There were people who said, I would rather have a coup like Myanmar. Do you know what you're talking about? Do you think that it's going to go well by giving one man all the power in the world? We broke away from King George because we did not want to serve under a king. George Washington set the premise of the presidency the man could have been anything, he could have made himself king. And we would have accepted it because we looked at George Washington as someone we respected. And at that time, we were so young of a nation that if he said, I want to make myself king, because think about it, that's all we ever knew. We knew kings, queens, princesses and princes. And if George Washington would have come along and said, I want to be a king and that is what i deem myself we would have accepted it because we were that young of a nation but he knew at that moment we needed a president we needed a democracy so he created the office of president and he served two terms because he knew that's what we needed, and every person after him did the same until we got to FDR, who served uh, four terms, uh, four and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to act ourselves as the experiment. Over, we go to these places and we push democracy, but it does not take because no one wants it. America is something so rare that we cannot duplicate what we have. Yet we are ready to tear it apart for a man that would not do the same for us. You know, I did a podcast on denial. I did a podcast on acceptance. Ladies and gentlemen, if we cannot do those things and we continue to go down the path of a man spouting the big lie, saying I've won the election. It is fraud. He wrote up a memo on how to overturn the election. He called people. State, almost after every state, has stood up and called into question the election. They have made laws when their own people said the election was secure. Ladies and gentlemen, is the experiment over? Is it time to settle in for one party rule? We cannot continue to go this way. Right now, you toy with it. You say, this is what we need. Donald Trump is the rightful president. But do you know what you're really ready to give up? You love your freedom. You love the fact that you can go on Facebook and you can post anything. You love the fact that you can criticize your president without without strings, without getting hit. Imagine a country where you could not do any of those things. The moment you give up your freedom because you believe a coup, you believe a man telling you he won something when he could not produce the evidence, or the evidence that he has is so flimsy, it does not even stand up to the pressure you put it under, to the microscope you put it under. Ladies and gentlemen, is the experiment over? I need to know to prepare myself for what I need to do. We do not need to go down this path, A coup overturn the election and just give it to me. These people didn't even factor in their equation for violence. You you think January 6th is bad? We you thought January 6th was a bad day? Imagine people rising up had this happened. What do you mean my my vote didn't count? What do you mean? That Joe bidens uh, is not the guy I elected. We're just going to keep Donald Trump in power because we want to question the election. Republican brothers and sisters, I ask you this question. You question Joe Biden? What's to say the next Republican president, president, Democrats don't do the same for you? You have to open your eyes and realize what the future holds. If you really love the Constitution, if you really want to stand by the Constitution for all its ills and wants and needs, you cannot go down this path. Some people say we're so close. We're so close to a constitution crisis. Some people say we're in it. I firmly believe that if we give Donald Trump, don't get wrong, Donald Trump could have been the best president we ever fucking had. He could have been the president that we write books about and said, I lived during a time period under somebody that truly, truly, Rule down the middle. Here's a man that spent most of his life as a Democrat who turned Republican, who had no allegiance to any party, could have gotten office and said, you know what, I'm going to rule down the middle. Imagine had he did that. Infrastructure could have been done. A he- a true health care bill, not the one that the Republicans were trying to tie us to. A true health care bill where it looked after you and me. He could have done those things. He could have got the wall. He could have got Democratic support. He could have kept the House in 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to ask ourselves, is the experiment over? Is it done? Are we ready to move on? Is there nothing left to see? Do we turn our papers in here or do we turn our papers in there? I need to know. We're at a time in this, we're at a time we're at a time in this country that if we don't get it right... You know, F.E.R. said when he was coming into power at the height of the Great Depression, he said, if I don't get this right, they may there may never be another president after me. I stand with those words and that belief that if we elect Trump again, I have a feeling there might not be a presidency after after that. Because if we are so quick to put a guy back in power who could not give up power, and that should that should trouble anybody. That should have any and everybody looking and saying, why? Here's a guy that was president for four years and a job that is, you could almost say, thinkless. He feels the pressure and he cannot walk away from it. But if we put him back in power, are we ready for what might happen? Ladies and gentlemen, teacher, is the experiment over? 245 years has it come to an end. And are we willing to accept it? You say you care about the Constitution. You say you care about the rule of law. Yet you stand by and watch it burn i used to say to myself you know if things ever get bad or if you ever see them in california you know things are bad and in that case you might want to follow and i would joke about it i would joke about it never in my fucking wildest dreams that i ever think a joke might be real ladies and gentlemen ask yourself Is the experiment over 245 years? Are we ready to throw in the towel because we would rather have a king? We would rather get rid of democracy and settle for a leader that tells us what to do, what to wear, how much money we can make. Giving so rule, so power to one man will not make this country any better than it is. It will make it worse. And if you do not know that, look at Cuba, look at Venezuela, look at Russia. Those countries have scaled away democracy for something that does not exist. And when the people have finally woken up to realize that, unlike Russia, it's too late. Once you tangle and dance with the fucking devil, you cannot undo it. So a coup might sound good. Overturning, having a vice president overturn the election and not thinking anything will happen might sound good. But at the end of the fucking day, you just burn the system down to create one that will not make people's lives better. Will not benefit you and me, but it will hinder us to a point we will become the refugees that come here, we'll be going there or I'll be going to Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, is the experiment over? You have to know the answer. And you might say, well, Mark, you know, this is not what I wanted to talk about tonight. But I feel I must. We are at a point where we're looking, I've heard people say, I wish we had a cool like Myanmar. The election was rigged. It makes me wonder if I can go and talk to the clerk and say I won the lottery. You have to believe me. I just don't have a ticket. Will she give me the money? A friend of mine told me, he said, Mark, I did not know people could be so gullible. And I looked at him and I said, I, me neither. Do facts matter? Does substance matter? Or are we just in this days because we're tired? You know, you could, we could look at that we're here to a point because maybe democracy's failed us. Maybe for 245 years, it hasn't produced what it said it would. The Democratic and the Republican Party have backstabbed us. We put the Republicans in thinking our lives will be better, but it's not. We put the Democrats in power thinking our lives will be better, but it's not. We have people leaving parties and droves to become independents because they feel like I've been abandoned. This is not the party I knew. I would rather go in the wilderness than sit here and be obliged to this bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, ask yourself tonight, is the experiment over? 245 years, are we ready to wrap it up? Have we done enough? Did you put extra credit down? Did you answer the extra credit question, I mean? I need to know because I need to know my next steps. And I, and I think of the time we're in and I think of Trump and I say to myself, or I heard someone say this, there's going to come a leader with the passion of Trump, but the better sales tactics to get it done. So the next time you're thinking about my life sucks and you're thinking I can do better in this, this country sucks and Joe Biden is not my president, ask yourself. Ask yourself this. What if this was Barack Obama? What if this was Barack Obama, Bill Clinton doing this? Would you accept it then? Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine the Republican Party following Donald Trump after he lost. Usually when a president loses an election, the party moves on. in the 80s when jimmy carter lost the party moved on because they wanted to win you do not sit in the past you need to move forward and i heard someone say this they said donald trump is playing the good the the great hit, the greatest hits he's not bringing anything new to the table he is just talking about the last election If you want to win the next election, you need to tell me what you're going to do for me in 2024. I do not want to hear about how you got screwed in 2020. And I also don't want to hear you didn't produce facts, but I need to distrust you. Just trust me. I need more than trust. I need substance. I need proof, I need witnesses. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you tonight, is the experiment over? You have to know the answer, you have to know the answer. Donald Trump, like I said, could have been the best president we ever had. He could have done things that the left and the right wanted to do, but here was a guy that got it done. But he chose to play, he chose to take a course that I wouldn't have taken, but he took a course because he thought it would give him a a short win not thinking of a long game. And I think in America, we're at that fact. Justice Thomas made an argument where he said, people have to get, have to think differently. We can't get in this mindset of, I want to feel good now and not be willing to put up with the pain to feel good later. And I think if you look at it, if you look at it, in politics, we're there. We want to feel good now. We don't want to feel good later. So when our party loses the White House, the Senate, the House, we call into questions the election because we say to ourselves, there is no way my party, my party, loss. Not realizing that We live in this bubble where we watch these networks that just feed us what we want to hear. They're just regurgitating what we're thinking. Some would say turn the channel. Some would say turn the TV off. Seek information and you shall find Google it. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I want you to ask yourself. Is the experiment over? Has the ride come to an end? Keep all hands and feet in the ride. If we cannot get it right now, who's to say when we will? I love this country more than you realize, more than I think I even realize. And it breaks my heart to see it come to where it is today. That people are willing to buy a lie because they can't accept the truth. You know, little Timmy, or whatever, (laughs) little Timmy had to accept that Old Yeller was sick. And so he realized that he had to put Old Yeller down. Now we have to realize when our political candidates lose a race we have to be willing to accept the harsh reality the truth the fact even though it doesn't feel good we have to be willing to go through short-term pain for short for long-term gain and when i say that is If you don't like Joe Biden, if you think he's doing a shitty job, wait fucking four years and vote his ass out. But don't you look me in the face and say, well, the election, I have questions. It was rigged. He is not the rightful president and not have anything to show. I told a friend one time, he asked me about the election. I said, you know what? If Joe Biden lost, or if there was fraud, I'll be the first to report it on my Facebook page, even though you know it doesn't mean anything. I'll be the first to say he should leave. But here was a guy who went to court, his lawyers went to court, and when the judge would question them, it is not a fraud case. Maybe I look at facts, I look for something to cling on to. And if you don't have that, I can't stand with you. We gotta stop being gullible. We gotta start being better. We gotta start take take like like Mary Poppins said, a spoonful of sugar. Maybe that's what we want. We want a spoonful of sugar because it'll help the medicine go down. Ladies and gentlemen, before I leave and move on to the next section I want to talk about tonight, is the experiment over. Did we answer all our questions? Did we answer the last question for a bonus credit? What did you get for one, two? Did you think the test was hard? 245 years. Are we ready to throw in the towel? And the question I asked, if we are, why? Donald Trump could have been the best president we ever had but we chose not to give him another chance. And then sometimes in politics that happens. And when it does happen, we have to be willing to accept the results and move on. And if we don't move on, and we allow the person to come back and run again for his old office, we have to look and say, okay, what do you have for me? For 2024. What is your vision for your second term, so to say? We can't allow ourselves to be bamboozled, hustled, hoodwinked. If we don't have proof, if we cannot see the corn before our ears, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you tonight is the experiment. Over, are we ready to wrap up 245 years, 245 years, for good? And if you say, Mark, what are you talking about? That's nonsense. We aren't ready to throw in the towel. Then, the, then the what I will say. Why did you follow a man who said he won something and did not produce? Why did you follow a man who was ready to tell his VP to? Assume power and throw out electors, and so he could remain president. If you think I'm speaking out of my ass, why would you let a man spit and piss on the constitution without proof, without proof, without documentation? But you would just accept his word because it is what you wanted to happen. It is what you wanted to believe. You wanted to believe that there was a Santa Claus. You wanted to believe that money grew on trees. That the Easter Bundy existed. That the tooth fairy was real. But sometimes what we want to be real, what we wish to be real, what we beg and pray to be real, is not real donald trump lost the election and joe biden is our president and if you cannot accept those facts my friend i ask you: is the experiment over the biggest thing facing this country today is two parties that are steadily dividing us two parties that continue to pit us against each other never have i felt in a time that people talk about politics more than they talk about sports or they talk about anything else not it's almost like when trump came along he 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 threw us into this This dome where all we want to talk about is politics. And no one talks about anything else. So what I'm getting at is the biggest thing that is happening today is you have one party so dead set in to saying if we do these things play these tactics the country will fail and joe biden will get blame mitch mcconnell ted cruz ron johnson can you pay your bills the debt limit it gets so miss cap, it gets so maligned. It gets so we're going to change what it really means. And we're going to paint people as dumb and tell them it, it means something that it doesn't. The debt limit is basically when you raise a debt ceiling, you're basically p- paying for the debt that's already been incurred. You're paying the credit card bill. You, you're, you're not paying for future spending. And for people to just buy into what someone tells them, it truly is scary. You know, do a little research. You know, step outside of the, the cone of silence that you're in and listen to others. You know, Donald Trump raised a ceiling three times under his watch. And not once, not once, do I remember the Democrats paint playing politics with it? Because they knew that if the country does not pay its bills, if, if America defaults, that hurts not just us, it hurts everybody. And, you know, for them to want to play politics with a good faith of America's financial dollar just to get some political points, well, the Democrats can do this all by themselves. The Democrats can do this. The question I would ask Mitch McConnell, the, the question I would ask Kevin McCarthy, what happens when the Democrats take that same argument in 2025 with a Democratic with a Republican president? You know, what if they take those same tactics and you need their votes? What are you going to say then? No, you're going to be hypocritical and you're going to play some different path like the Democrats need to play ball. You know, I've had a lot of jobs. And when I don't do my job, my boss always tells me, well, you might get fired. There might be something to happen to you if you don't do your job. You know, for Republicans to be awarded for not doing theirs, you know, take the vote. Is it a popular vote? No. But we're paying for the $7 trillion you put on the credit card. We're paying for that tax cut you put on the credit card. We're paying for the Obama administration, the Bush administration, the Clinton administration, the, the other Bush administration, Reagan, Carter, Johnson, Kennedy. We're paying for all that. And for you to stand up and say, we're not going to do it. We're not going to vote on the budget. We're not going to vote on raising the debt ceiling. And the Democrats can do it all on their on their own. And we're, we're not going to get blamed for it. We're not going to get blamed for it. How do you know you're not going to get blamed for it? You're already taking the stance that you're above it. Maybe take the vote. There are a lot of things in life I do not like doing, but I do it. Just put your head down and take the vote. Explain it to your voters. Don't treat your voters like they're dumb because you feel it is what you you can do to gain points. Ladies and gentlemen, we can do better. You know, someone said to me, Mark, how do you get real change in this country? Me and my buddy were having this conversation. I said, you know how you get real change in this country? You vote 435 people out of Congress. You vote the 100 members in the Senate out, and you start over. You put people in power who are fresh thinking, who are willing to sit at the table and make deals we need to make washington work again but somewhere along the line we don't want to we have parties who are so dug in who do not want to pay the bills that they've incurred accrued pay your bills stop giving this argument that you know i don't want to pay for new spending You know, the new spending that is coming in benefits the middle class. It benefits the working man and woman, unlike the tax cuts who only benefited the top 1%. And you might say, well, Mark, how do you know that? Well, look at it. Businesses' tax cut became permanent. The middle class tax cuts only were good for 10 years. Businesses got, you know, I worked at a company after the tax bill got passed. And instead of giving me the extra money they could have, they made it incentive-based. And so, as you know, I'm not at that company anymore. But I'm thinking to myself, you couldn't even break off a little bread money? Give me that extra money that you have? The tax cuts weren't meant... For you and me, they were meant for the rich. They were meant for corporations. And this bullshit that corporations take care of the people are the same corporations crying right now because they don't want to raise their salaries for the working men and women that they need, and they wonder why they don't want to come back to work. You've got Republicans sitting right now in Congress, so Doug set in, saying the Democrats can do it all by themselves. But when the Re- Republicans needed Democrats during the Bush administration to raise the debt ceiling, Democrats did it. They put their heads down and they took the vote. Does it matter? They did their job. Raising the debt ceiling shouldn't be politics, it should be just doing your job. It's mom and dad sitting down with the checkbook and saying, What bills do we need to pay this week, this month, this year? How do we get this house right? And some people say we need to cut the spending. Yes, we need to cut the spending. But we also need to raise the taxes. You truly, If you truly want to make this country better on that aspect, on a financial aspect, raise the taxes. Cut the spending. You cannot just cut a loan because you're not going to get anywhere. If you truly want to balance the budget, pain needs to be felt by everyone. Taxes raised, spending cut, in the end, you'll have a balanced budget. You'll have a surplus that you can take that money and start to pay down the nation's debt. But if we continue to live in this farce that we can just spin, spin, cut, cut, and not think anything will happen, oh, the piper's coming due soon. Republicans, pay your bills. Pay your bills. Pay your fear share and stop treating your voters like dummies. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID, COVID. The biggest thing the last couple of weeks that I've been seeing and I've been reading, I've been hearing, you know, these school board meetings where parents are flipping the fuck out because, you know, little Timmy, little Sarah, little Susie has to wear a mask to go to school. And that's unfair. Do I think it's unfair? No. You know, when COVID first came out and we were getting ready to go back to school, I said to myself, how are you going to get kids to wear masks all day? You know, I've got a four, a three, and a one-year-old. How do you get kids to wear masks? And the teachers told me, they were like, you know, kids actually don't mind wearing masks all day. And it it worked well, so it proved me wrong. But I, I think parents, you know, don't get me wrong, as a parent myself, Do we know what's better for our own kids than the federal government? Yes. But I think on the aspect as of with this virus, if you don't want your kid to get sick and you're not willing to give your kid the vaccine, wear a mask. I'm I'm a a person who's a firm believer in, you know what, I'm not going to get the vaccine. By no chance am I going to give it to my kids, give my kids the vaccine. But if someone said, your kids must wear a mask, all right, they'll wear a mask. I don't see the problem. I don't see the issue. And I don't see why it's become this big issue on the right. You know, I I do agree with the right when they say COVID should be, you know, something that should be a choice. And I agree with that. COVID should be a choice. It shouldn't be mandated. I think the biggest mistake the federal government is trying to make is mandating the vaccine. You know, it took 50 years, 50 years to make the polo vaccine. Think about that, 50 years to make the polo vaccine. Vaccines took time to make. They were studied. They were, you know, it wasn't rushed because you knew you had to get it right. But nine months, it took and we had a COVID vaccine. You know, when I do my reading, I don't remember, or maybe there was people who got the polio vaccine and they had outbreaks still with polio. Know why? Because they did their research. Now, I'm a firm believer in saying if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If it's offered to you, it's free. Yes, it's free. Go get it. But you shouldn't be forced, if you don't want to get it, don't get it, for the federal government to say, well, I need to feel safe in my home when I go to work, when I go to dinner with my family. You need to be vaccinated just like me. Why? You're vaccinated. You should be protected from me. And in this notion of, well, in the hospital, the hospital should, you know, only keep a certain amount of bed supply. And if you're not vaccinated, you should be kicked out of your fucking bed. You should be denied treatment. Why? Why? What makes you better than me? Tell me that. Because you got a shot. You got a shot that the federal government said is safe when you still see people getting outbreak treatments? Oscar De La Hoya, a couple weeks ago, he's getting ready for a fight. He's vaccinated. Guess what? He's laid up in the hospital. He had to cancel the fight. I read the other day a couple, a couple finally broke down and got the vaccine. Got the vaccine. Guess what? They die. And something, you know, the story was kind of, basically what they said is they shouldn't have got it because they had COVID. And the one thing I would tell somebody is the shot is free. But if I have a nasty reaction to the shot, who's going to pay for that? And when I push people on that, they look at me like I'm crazy. What do you mean? Well, what I mean is I don't wanna be laid up in the hospital and have to get a, a bill because you want to feel safe. We all wanna feel safe, you know. but I don't wanna be tied down to something that I'm unsure of, that I'm unwilling to know and isn't proven. Ladies and gentlemen, we're being played. The federal government should mandate it. You know, and then there's these pushes coming for, you know, cards and you got to have this, you got to have that to show your vaccine. You know what? I think if you're going to go that route, you need to also have cards for people who've had COVID and have the antibodies. Well, we don't know how long the antibodies last. Why? No, why? Because you haven't did your research. You rushed it along. And for all these elites to come along and say the shot, the, the shot is safe. Oh, the shot is safe. You should get it. You should get it. How dare? Why? Why won't they get the shot? Why won't they get the shot? No, why? Because I'm a person who lives check to check. I'm broke. I'm poor but you're a person who's, who has means, who's rich, who sits high. You can't relate to me. So me and my health needs might be different than yours because guess what? I can't afford the doctor you can afford. I can't afford those things. So if I take the shot and get hurt and end up on my back, laid up in the hospital, As a person who lives check to check, how am I going to pay my bills? Yes, the shot might, the COVID vaccine might be safe. Yes, it might be. But I should also have the option to decide if I want to get the vaccine. I shouldn't be forced to get it because you want me to get it. You need me to get it because you feel unsure of yourself. Now, I look at those parents. Yes, they know they know better to do with their kid, you know. And no one should go to a parent and say, you have to get the vaccine. And you're right. Some of these parents got the kids have to be vaccinated before they go in school. But some kids aren't vaccinated. And having a medical exemption is important. You know once we start tinkering with stuff and taking stuff away and forcing people to get things because we want them to, what else are you going to want me to get to make you feel safe? What else are you going to want me to get to make you feel comfortable? Please tell me. Getting the shot should be a choice. It shouldn't be a right. It shouldn't be mandated. You know, for my Democratic brothers, for my Republican friends. If you want to get the shot, get the shot. But if you don't want to get it, don't get it. Be an option. Like I I told, I told my ex, I said, you know, on my deathbed, if I happen to die of COVID, I want you to put in the magazine, let it be a choice. It was a choice for me, let it be a choice for you. Ladies and gentlemen, let COVID be a choice. For those parents freaking out at those board meetings, say your piece and, and move on. Those people are there to do a job for the school board, not to hear your grievance on what you, how you feel about the administration, but say your piece and move on. Wear a mask. I I feel like wearing a mask shouldn't be a mandate. I I feel like if your school says, "Hey, you have to wear a mask," wear a mask. That's all you need to do. Wear a mask. You know, we're we're making COVID out to be something it isn't, and that's not right. I think the biggest mistake I saw the president make, or one of them, is this mandate. I see where he was coming. From with it, but I never would have advised the president to do a mandate. You know his polling numbers some say are tied to the the vaccine. I think people have to get ready to realize that the vaccine is here to stay. I mean, not the vaccine, but COVID is here to stay. COVID is going to be like the flu, and that's why you see people developing COVID. And combining the COVID vaccine and the flu vaccine together. But I think, I, I'm going to say this. I think if you go in a place and they say wear a mask, wear a mask. But I think if you go in a place and they give you an option about wearing a mask, wear it if you want to. Don't wear it if you want to. But I don't think wearing a mask should be a hill you should die on. I think it makes you look weak. I think it makes you look stupid. I think when it comes to vaccine, if you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get it. But I don't think it should be mandated. I think if you're going to do vaccine cards, you should do it. But I also think you should include cards that show people who've had the antibodies. And I think you should allow the people who want to push uh, that they've had COVID to take an antibody test and have a card where they walk around and say, hey, here's my card. You know, C, V for vaccine. A for antibodies. And it be should be on your card. That way people know, hey, can you when you go to Walmart, you go in the grocery stores, um, can I see your card? Oh, I see you you oh you had COVID? My bad. Oh, I see you had the antibodies. You know, oh you don't know how to yeah, of course you don't know how to antibodies because you haven't done your research. We rushed it. And now we're forcing people to get a vaccine that was rushed, and that's wrong. It shouldn't be mandated. It should not be mandated. You know, I walked in Walmart the other day and I saw pallets of things sitting in the aisle. But they don't have the workers because we're mandating shit. We're having companies mandate stuff and they don't have the manpower because the people who do not want to get the vaccine will just quit. We have ships sitting off the coast. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe mandating the vaccine, thinking we're doing something good, is truly us doing something dumb. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get it. If you want to get it, get it. If you've been offered it, get it. But if you have to wear a mask, don't don't let that be the hill you die on. Please. Please. You know, it's just like you think of COVID. Don't let that be the hill you die on. Ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I want to touch on. You know, I touched on immigration and I touched on my views on it. And some a buddy of mine said, "Mark, you're harsh when it comes to immigration." I said, "You know I am, but I think you have to be harsh in this in this this aspect. You know I love this country too much, and you know, of course, we want to help everybody. You know, Joe Biden had a person a person on his uh, what do you call it? His commission, his Haiti commission, quit because he said you're kicking these people out and you're sending them back to a country that is already." You know, it sucks, but you're sitting them back here. And so the question you have to ask, yourself when it comes to immigration is put yourself in that person's shoes. My buddy said, put yourself in that person's shoes. Imagine you're living in a country and it's hell. You're not getting by. You're not making the money. Your family is suffering. And to give them a better life, you have to be willing to walk for days on end. To see what Reagan called the shining light on a hill, you have to be walk, be willing to walk for miles on end. As a parent, imagine that. Put yourself in those people's shoes. You know, we're all looking for an opportunity to get ahead, to get by. We're all looking for a chance to improve our social status and our situation. You know, I, I, I sympathize with those people. Because they don't want to see their kids suffer. They want their kids to have better opportunities with. The country that they're living in, it sucks. And they see America as a better way in a way out. And so as they walk, and they're walking, their whole situation. They're thinking about that. The heat. The cold. Nights. They're willing to do whatever it takes for their families. Because someone told them that America was the shiny light on a hill. That America was the country that if you are down on your luck, you can always find a way. That America is the country that your kids won't go hungry, but will be fed with milk and honey. That America has nothing but options and opportunity. Imagine yourself in those shoes. Haiti is going to hell. You know, a country that was giving so much money after the earthquake, but it never trickled down to the people that needed it. Latin America is just rock with global warming, you know, and all kinds of hell. But it never, you know, and people have to make the decision. So what would you do? I would do the same thing. Put it all on the line for a better life for my kids, for my family. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me. That's why I get up every day and I go to work. So I look at those people who were sitting under the bridge in Texas this week, and I say to myself, I understand you. I see where you're coming from, and I've seen the hell you've been put in. Immigration is a touchy subject, but the question I would ask my friends is, why haven't we touched on it? We play these games where we want purity tests. We want it to be to have all the right things. Someone brought up a good subject. He says, Why don't we just pass a single bill instead of trying to pass these major bills? I agree. It's like we're showing off. Maybe let's stop showing off and let's start actually producing something. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you this week for listening. Is the experiment almost over? COVID, if you're offered it, get it. Masks, don't let that be the hill to die on. But at the end of the day, let's do it right. Let's do something right. Let's not let this experiment be over. 245 years, we can't let it end like that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Have a good night. Goodbye.